0: Sarah I am uh, I'm really excited to talk to you uh today we really just met each other uh through Instagram uh and so really excited to talk and uh so welcome
1: thank you yeah it's really cool I'm really appreciative that you're bringing me on and it's really cool um I it's interesting I find a lot more people are finding me so you included so thank you yeah it
0: really was and I think that um maybe it's an appropriate place to kind of start off with uh I think one of the few first photos that I saw was uh with you and Edison and so I know he's a recent addition to your life right you've had him for a couple of years now
1: yeah yeah he's uh we're going on our fifth year of being together Um, as of August. So, um, yeah, and I think it's prevalent that I I say that the Instagram that you found me on actually is a culmination of um, our journey together. Um, I started it in 2018, I think it was, Hmm. um, on New Year's Eve. And I just thought, you know, what better way than to start uh, Instagram about my life with him? It, It was... I was, you know, just thinking back, you know, to the previous year and the upcoming year. And I was like, what am I grateful for? And I just thought I'm grateful for him. So let's start sharing our story. And, you know, I'm very open about my story and my and my life. So it yeah. just felt really important to share my story as it relates to our story together, because he's part of me. Yeah, so I, I love that. Yeah. I, um
0: yeah. Yeah. And, and so maybe we can just kind of let you tell a little bit of that story, right? Um, I think that you know, folks who are probably listening don't don't know your story, but um, yeah, you have cerebral palsy, correct?
1: Yes. Um, yeah. I'm 30 years old. I like to say that because I'm coming at um, the diagnosis and the disability from an older adult, um, and mm-hmm. I think that perspective. Um, while we're talking about it the adult perspective of disability and what it what it is um is is very important um through my work um in advocacy through these years through the instagram and through just my own exploration i find that the the message portrayed is from a children's perspective or from a parent's perspective as it relates to their child And both of those perspectives are vastly different from um, someone who is actually living with a disability. Um, So uh, the message that's portrayed as as a parent looking into their child versus me Mm -hmm. who is living it is very different. I mean, everything is valid. (laughs) All messages are totally valid. Um, but what I've found is my message that I'm sharing a lot of people that, oh, I didn't even realize that um, even though they've probably touched on it through their story and through their situation, they don't, it, it's a different perspective. So um, yeah,
0: and it's really, and I think that it's great that you're sharing your perspective and, 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 you know, and, and the more that I talk to individuals uh, that, quote unquote, have a disability, you know, the one thing that is really clear is that us as a society like to define people and put people into a category by like what you can't do, right? Instead of instead of what you can do and just focusing on that. And that's not even just as a disability that goes all the way through, you know, here's our year-end review and here's all the things that you, know, you don't do well and that you need to work on. And so it's really, I think that having a mind shift so where that we um, you know, just focus on people's abilities yeah. and you know, uh, just understanding that we're all contributing members and it's just a matter of uh, you know, we're all finding our spot. You know,
1: yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, I I I talk about everything and anything. Um. You know, I'm I'm curious what what you're interested in, what you want to know. Yeah, well, you know, I think time, that it's what your audience you feel what your audience would want to know. That I mean, I, I can say <laughs> everything and anything, but. Um, I'm curious. for me,
0: I look at this as a way to hopefully educate people who are uneducated about the topic. And so, you know, we can't learn and grow as a, as a society, unless we understand other people's perspectives and, you know, can try to, um, you know, can just try to find a better way. And so instead of, uh, you know, making things harder for people, how do we, how do we, you know, help, how do we do something, and I, we had an initial conversation about, like, sometimes when you're struggling, or, you know, you don't really want help, and you're not even looking for people to ask you for help, that when you need it, you'll ask for it, and that's, and that's kind of, um, you know, um, uh, I think it's a great topic for for, cool. for people to understand.
1: Yeah, no, that's perfect, and I was actually, that's one of the things I was thinking about um, in preparation for our conversation, I think that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I um, I live currently um, with family, um, and one of the, and that's a huge um, aspect um, is like can someone with a disability live independently? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to how 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 to best get there in this conversation, but I think that it that's an important piece of it Um, and you know interestingly enough I find a lot of people out there that I'm looking at or the stories that they share is you know parents just really really trying to do exactly that you know can my child ever live independently can they like can they crawl can they sit up can they walk can they all these can they do this can they do that and I think um it's a mixture of what you're saying is like trying to figure out what the person wants, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. That's very hard coming from a child's perspective to now. And so what I'm saying is I, I'm in the process of moving more so on my own. Mm. And that process has been a, um, a process in itself. I've lived on my own multiple times in the, in the past. But now it's trying to figure out, okay, like, so what's it gonna be? Like, am I just gonna be like poof and put in the world and like, with no yeah. help? Well, so I have to figure out, um, and I've done this, I've, I've hired an agency um, and I have one caregiver at, the to- at this moment who mm-hmm. um, c- comes in and helps me. But it's, you know, telling her exactly what I need or what I don't need. And I've had some caregivers actually who just stand there and they, and it's like they're ready and willing and waiting for a direction. And yeah. it's like, no, that's not, a, that's exactly <laughs> what I don't need. You know, you can actually walk out right now if you want, because yeah. I don't need someone standing over me waiting um, with bated breath on what they yeah. can do to help. It's more yeah. of yeah. just being there. Um, and by the minute, if I say I need, you know, help doing this or that, that's what they're doing. Um, it's not so much of what can I do to help? It's just, I'm here to help, you know, let me know what you need. And there have been a couple of people who I have said, um, don't really get that. And those are the people mm-hmm. that I'm, I, it's not a judgment. It's just, they just don't, they're just not a good fit or they just don't know oh. You know, they're eager to help. And, and I
0: think that it, this, that is almost along the lines. Cause I talked to a lot of people about like therapy and therapists and different things yeah. like that. And so a lot of times, you know, people will go to a therapist, and then it, it's not necessarily the right fit. And then it's like, oh, well, therapy is no good. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, it's just that maybe you guys didn't have, you know, the right experience in that or that, it, you know, these two things don't, you know, kind of combine. And so this is probably just as personal, right? Because everyone wants to sometimes be a caregiver this way. And then, you know, that's because that's just what they know, but yet everyone's needs are going to be different. So it's really a matter of finding that, that blend. Yeah. Um, and it's a, you know, and it is a topic that is near and dear. I mean, you know, certainly when my mother was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, I never thought about myself in that capacity, um, but mm-hmm. I decided that, you know, we, we were going to keep her home throughout that entire experience and so I became just that you know
1: just try to figure out what she needed and yeah
0: yeah and every day was different and that was it you know and that's just the thing it was never you know and and it got to a point where I couldn't ask her what she needed I just kind of had to because she can no longer communicate so you just kind of have to you know find somebody that you can kind (laughs) of sync with right
1: yeah no and I find it interesting to um you know, I've um, I've gone to uh, doctors' appointments, right? So I'm having these people also come to doctors' appointments with me, and you know, the the doctor will address and say, "And who is this with you?" And I'm like, <laughs> "And what 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 relevance well does that have?" The, the, so yeah, like so, <laughs> if
0: they're with me, then I'm I'm giving you probably permission to 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 talk, right?
1: I get. Yeah, yeah. I get. It's it's like um are you comfortable? And I'm like are you talking to me or are you talking to her? And <laughs> turns out he's talking to her saying, you know, because these providers mm. are very aware of people in the room. That's what I realized. It's not about you know, it's not about making sure they're comfortable. It's just their their innate nature of mm. if someone else is in the room, they're going to like make sure they're okay too and I don't know. It's just, it's a whole thing. And, you know, and I'm just trying to figure it out. And I think, um, you know, and back to the Instagram, you know, it it started out as me and Edison and what we're doing. And then it sort of has melded into this, like, just general, like, daily blog of these topics. Um, Yeah. And these and these situations, because I think, Um, you know, as kind of popcorn random it is because sometimes it does feel like that as a blog for itself. It's a realistic kind of real time view into into my life. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also have a podcast as well. I think it's a good time. I'm actually um, restarting it um, and starting season two of it yeah, I
0: can't wait to talk a little bit about that because, uh, um, uh, yeah, I just, I was just looking at some of it yeah. and uh, I know I'm excited to talk about some of that.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of things, but. Um...
0: <laughs> and so, you know, as far as, you know, so I think it's great because you started this podcast and it's like your life with Edison. So I'm kind of interested into understanding maybe what was life like before edison and then how did edison kind of come into your life and what has he provided since
1: yeah cool um yeah so the podcast i feel like is more of my is more of my perspective um mm-hmm. separate from him and then the instagram is kind of the melding of the two. um yeah. so that's that that's just how i'm kind of compartmentalizing um but uh talking about the Instagram I mean he's coming in and out of the podcast for sure and <laughs> it's all one one thing um but I have just a bunch of different projects going yeah. on and a, def- a bunch of different perspectives that I want to share and it's getting very uh kind of uh, a difficult task of trying to like separate out every single piece of my Keeping, life
0: yeah like your life Having with seen. Edison's here and yeah. then you know yeah. just your thoughts here yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but, um, you know, I, I got Edison, uh, like five years ago. Um, and, um, you know, right before Edison, I kind of was thinking, I, I want something. I don't know what it is. Um, I waited a year and a half for him. So it was kind of the decision to apply for him and then kind of the, um, and then kind of end the waiting but also before applying for him and we're going way, way back, you know, I was living on my own and mm. I was there was something missing. Like I needed mm. help, but I didn't know what exactly it was. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I've been wanting I had been wanting a service, service since like seven years old. So I'm like thinking, yeah, you know, exactly. I I'm. it's time I need I need. This dog, I know how, you know, how helpful it can be. Um, so I'm ready. And I applied. And, you know, a year later, it was like, poof, he showed up. And I was just like, wow, that's incredible. You know, the process alone, and that's a whole nother story. Mm. Process of applying for him was pretty um, seamless, but also incredible. Um, I fundraised uh, s- some money for the organization. The organization yeah. is a nonprofit. Um, they are based in Central Massachusetts. Um, oh, excellent! And they will ask the client Over by
0: me. What's the what's the name of the organization? Do you Oh yeah,
1: you uh, Needs NEADS. Okay. And um, they're in Princeton, Mass. And they, um, you know, they place and train service dogs for um, people of all different uh, situations and challenges, including children with autism. Mm. Um and veterans with PTSD. So um I I like it just seemed like I just kind of came across them and um applied and got accepted and the rest is history. But um, mm-hmm. you know, it's more, it's not like oh that was easy. Um it, it was a process and it was uh, you know, a decision for sure. Um I I am the sole caretaker of him um mm-hmm. he is under my command pretty much mm-hmm. yeah. uh it's not like that it's more personal no, I, but that. he
0: yeah but he but he's the one that he listens to you and only you yes. he doesn't yeah, yeah he takes yes. yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so we've traveled together we've um done a lot together um one of the stories that i tell um when i first originally got him um, was I was in Grand Central and I had been traveling to New York City um, about like twice a week oh, for God. about a year or so before I got him. Um, and I'm, I'm a pretty good traveler. Um, but when I got him, you know, it was like three days after training, we're on the train and we're in New York. And um, in the middle of Grand Central, a pen drops. I tell this story a lot because its it was like one of those moments where, okay, my pen dropped. What do I do? And I start kind of panicking and like, but like, oh, I don't really need that pen. And then I thought to myself, it's like, well, I got this this dog right here. He can pick it up. He picked up like no hesitation and we were on our way and I looked around and I go, did anyone see that? And I'm like, no, no one saw it because it was so quick
0: and yeah. we're
1: on our way and he picked it up and I was like, wow, now I didn't lose a pen, you know, but it's something as that simple. Um, And, you know, that's kind of, um, interestingly enough, like, I'm raising awareness about him, but essentially, he's just part of me. Um, Mm -hmm. I sort of feel like he's kind of come sometimes, like, if I hadn't done all this awareness about him and my story, like, it, it wouldn't be. A situation he's just kind of like so seamlessly kind of just follows my life and you mm-hmm. know
0: yeah, yeah and it's almost in it yeah like it's it's not even like this yeah this other part it's no. just it's natural and and it's you know and it's amazing to then not have to think about okay having to carry like a bunch of pens just in case you do drop one and yeah. then and then yeah. you know what I mean and it yeah. just it takes away other other things that you have to think about because you have security with him right yeah
1: yeah and I could even put a couple of pens in his in his vest zip, his zipper pocket if I oh, want yeah. <laughs> actually just the other day we were we were at um the New York Botanical or the uh Brooklyn Botanical Gardens oh yeah and, yeah you know you're taking your mask on and off and I was looking and I was like oh he's got a zipper pocket in his vest so just stick it in there I went, why did I think of that all these years, you know, like, he, mm-hmm. and, and he has a vest that he can wear like a more backpack vest, but it's pretty big and not as slim, but mm-hmm. I thought he's got a, a little bit of space in there. I can put, you know, my mask in there or something, you know, cause he's right next to me. We walk right next to each other. And I went, wow, that that's I genius. So. I, I never thought of that.
0: Well, And it's fun to Um, now, like even, even all of these years later is just to think about, you know, additional ways that he can continue to make your life easier, because that's ultimately what he's there for, you know, and it turns into so much more of a relationship, but that's ultimately, you know, what he's, what he's doing is to, is to, to, to make your life easier in whatever capacity that he can.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I think there is, um, there is that component of when people when people see me, they see me and they see a dog. Uh, to me, I, I, it's like we walk and I'm just like eh. you know, and and then you and then I find people looking at me. I'm like, what are they looking at? I'm like, oh yeah, they're looking at me with this dog, you know. And and um, you know, I'm giving him a water break at the Botanic Garden yesterday, and like so many kids, just you know, three seconds later, there's like a whole line of mm-hmm. kids standing there staring at him drinking water and I think I thought to myself, Oh my God, like then that must and it's supposed to be like an incredible site for them. Yeah.
0: And so from what I understand, right, like you shouldn't go up to a, a service dog, right? Like you yeah. shouldn't and because that's right. not, yeah, it's 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 a at a different level, obviously, than a pet. Uh right. and so what do you want folks to know about just that? Like, you know, just that obviously don't don't come up and, and want to pet and play or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Um it's it's up to the owner's perspective um you know i've been with edison for so long that you know uh if if someone wants to pet him and it's a if it's a good situation um and it's quiet enough and he's calm enough then i will let them say hello um for a short period of time you know it's, mm-hmm. it's good to keep there is a there's a there's a a certain amount of balance that I need to keep for him, you know, having that, okay, you can say hello to someone and then you're right back to work. That balance for him um, is something that's good to keep, but it requires me to kind of monitor it and mm-hmm. and do it when it's appropriate. Um, well, and because
0: it's- you always want him in a kind of a working mode. Yeah, exactly. right? Like that's, that's yep. how he just always has to be thinking
1: exactly and he does he's a, he's amazing that way um so there are times when you know if someone wants to say hello i go well he's been so good you know i just okay sure you know and i have him sit down and he looks me in the eye and then i say okay say hello and he you know he 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 gets waggy and he gets excited and then as soon as it's work time he is right back looking at me and we go on our way and it's like it's almost mm. as if that interaction didn't even happen. Mm-hmm. But it's a good test and a good way to keep his training up. Um, mm-hmm. and I and I do it at random times so that he doesn't expect that every single time someone comes by or um that they're that he's gonna get to say hello to them. Yeah. So it's um the unpredictability of when I do it and the artful way that I do it. Um so knowing that okay, I don't want to make him think that every third person he's going to get to say hello to.
0: Exactly. Well, uh, because he's going to, he's going to then start to pick up on that. Like yeah. he would then learn that. And oh, yeah, he's super smart. I'm sure. Yeah, he would. exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he would.
0: Um, <laughs> now, uh, do you yeah. give to give him like, you know, so you keep in this relationship, do you, you know, you know, like most people with a pet are going to, be, you know, have that affection part of that oh, or anything yeah. like that. Do you still, you know, give him that? I would imagine that's a big oh. part of it, right? Making, oh, yeah. you know, that connection with him. And so showing him that love and giving him oh, that yeah. attention is, is, is gotta be a big point, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's there's a balance I feel, um, that I have to draw between when he's working um, when he has his vest on, he's super serious. Um, and it's, I feel like it's my job to keep that when his vest is on. Um, but I, you know, I, I, of course, pet him and we, and um, we look in the eye. And sometimes I, um, I find, you know, when there's breaks in time, we're after an appointment and we're getting ready to go, I'm putting on my jacket. So he deserves that moment of him getting ready to go too so we sit down for a sec and we look in the eye and I say good guy you know let's go you know good good job
0: yeah yeah and
1: just kind of give him a little break because um you know, it's an in, it's intense work for these dogs um yeah. and for him um and especially since he is getting older you know it's important to still let him know you know I really appreciate what you're doing and not that I haven't been it's just um you know to keep him working and keep him happy it's it's a really important um it's an important thing and I travel a lot so my tendency is okay let's go let's go let's go and Mm -hmm. uh yeah Mm -hmm. he he likes that but he also enjoys the kind of like okay you're like we're doing this together you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so i i always find that that's an important kind of balance to keep and is that like he's not i don't consider him like serving me because we're a team we yeah. serve each other exactly. um and he helps me and i help him and um you know he's just incredible in that way so I love it. you know i think he does a lot of a lot of helping and I think but but a majority of it or equal part is that we help each other so yeah that's yeah
0: and so and so now starting this podcast you or well so you've already got season one down and so what was that what did that give you? You know, and I know you talked about, you know, your Instagram kind of your joint story. And so the podcast gives you your own voice. Um, And so what was what was that first season like? And now what are you going to be focusing on for the second, you know, season of that?
1: Um, So the first season, I think was and I had plans for it, but you know, it kind of just topics come up and you just kind of go with that um it's more of I want it to be more of an open forum mm-hmm. um a more uh, a way for people to engage in in my message but not so much just by reading it um but by you know committing uh you know some time I guess to to listening and really engaging um and that's why i have an instagram account for it as well um the disability podcast um because i find a podcast alone it's difficult um so i hope my hope is that it kind of becomes a joint situation Mm -hmm. where people listen to the podcast and then they want to reach out to me and it's like of course come to you know, on my Instagram, that's I'm good. building a website for it. So, and hopefully oh, through that, maybe I could put some kind of forum or, um, a more interactive way to, mm-hmm. to, to connect. So there's a lot of different things, um, with that. Um, but the first season was more of just telling my story and, um, felt very similar to the Instagram that I have with Edison, but, it's more of a separation of disability topics and just um sharing my story but also i um, hoping that to bring on some more um people and to have them share their stories because i feel like you know there's only a certain amount that i can just say you know this is my story this is my story this is my story i mean um i feel like i've done a lot of that with the edison with sure. stories so i think At this point, um, you know, just, and I've realized so far that there are so many stories out there of Mm. people that want to share, um, that want to share their story. And it's like, that's perfect. That's great. You know? Well,
0: and it's almost like you can really kind of build this nice little community of people that can connect, that can, you know, where you can you know, share inspirations and yeah. help help through, you know, just different things that maybe somebody's going through that, you know, somebody else has, or can give them some advice, or just sometimes just an ear to listen.
1: Yeah. So um, I think that's kind of where the first season was just sharing some more of my story. And the second season, I'm kind of ramping up to just share more of those <laughs> Um, smaller kind of more like smaller topics of Mm -hmm. you know caregiving or having aids or doctor's appointments um, and tailoring it tailoring everything I do with the guests and everything else to that Um, Mm -hmm. because like I said it's it's harder um, uh, to just continue telling my story Um, But just trying to pick out the little things, the, the um, important aspects that I feel from my story, but kind of making sure that those parts are heard um, so that people go, yeah, I have the same similar situation, like you're saying, you know, Um, but it's really hard actually to, to, to create content from that point of view, just what would people want here? Um, But I've realized with a podcast, you just kind of have to do that. You just kind of have to make a guess and take a gamble and just hope that something resonates. Um,
0: Well, and if you think about things that like you would have wanted to have known or that you would have wanted to kind of do, and then you can kind of build episodes around all of that, right? Like, because there's lots of different nuances that everyone has that, you know, it's great to talk about. And the more the things are talked about, the more people understand and then the the more that there's just this ability for us to all work together instead of you know uh doing the opposite
1: yeah definitely so um yeah so there's that and then i also know that you when you originally found me too I'm also creating a children's book so I know you wanted to talk about that
0: yeah so. that was a huge I love that aspect of, of of the of just even looking at a children's book and so what what got you thinking about you know one having that medium to you know kind of uh, tell stories and then two you um, uh, I'm excited to kind of, you know, hear what the book is about and, you know, kind of when it's uh, when we can expect it.
1: Cool. Yeah. So um, it's just another way. And I think it's a very tangible way. So we talked about the Instagram and then we talked about the other Instagram and the podcast, you know, those are tangible, but you can't hold it in your hand. And I think something to be said about that. Um, you know, it's easy nowadays to do an ebook, but more so than more I've been thinking about it, you know, an ebook might come, but it's gonna definitely be a physical copy because there is something to be said about you know the the digital, digital, digital right now, and there's not enough now and within the last year of like being able to hold it in your hand. Um, Mm
0: -hmm. you know,
1: uh there I have a lot of books my bookshelf maybe I don't read all them but at least they're there and they're tangible and I think um, you know it's interesting in the in this digital world right now that we're in you know there isn't much that we Mm -hmm. hold you know or you know so um, I'm hoping that it is a a print copy Um, you know I have put out the actual series so if you look on my instagram on uh, on the edison 365 Mm -hmm. s instagram i've actually put out the the letters of the alphabet so um for those of you who have seen it or are going to search my instagram it's there Mm -hmm. you can read the book right now
0: actually
1: it might be a little bit different but it's there so it. you know that's, that's kind of the neat thing about it and you know so um when I put it out it'll just be more of an official
0: thing of but it's it. yeah. there
1: it's totally there so um you know I, I have things to do to like kind of make it like round the edges a little and make it mm-hmm. cleaner um you know I have to get approvals for the text um and uh and and try to figure out the images whether it be you know digital or um or printed or so photos sure. or now you know to do. now
0: I am pl- just even that thought of like going on and you know writing a book I mean it's something that a lot of people sometimes think about but how did you pass that kind of obstacle of like okay this is somewhat intimidating, but I'm <laughs> going to do it anyway.
1: Yeah, um, I think uh, it's definitely been a possibility for so long. I mean, i put the series out on Instagram so many times and, you know, it, it, it goes along with what I'm trying to do is to engage people in um, my story and my story with Edison. And I just thought, you know, people are looking at the post, they're clicking like, but what else are they doing? How are they You know, I'm not forcing people to read it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, in order for them to truly read it, I'm sure they need to have it in their hand.
0: Well, Um, and so, and I was having a conversation with somebody about on Instagram where um, we're talking about sometimes how I saw this meme like, sometimes you'll spend like two hours working on a post with like a picture and you're thinking about all of the stuff that and it might have I think it might have even been our initial one where it's just like you put all this thought and then like not a lot of people like it and then you put out something that's kind of like on a whim not much kind of energy and then it's like everyone likes it And, and so and and so I think that to your story sometimes people just like will look at a picture and will click like but they're not really reading the message behind it. And so having a book format where somebody's going to read the whole thing, you know, is a, is a really a great kind of alternative to, to really combine the two. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. So I'm, yeah, I don't, it's funny. I don't have a huge timeline. It's, it's pretty much like an idea that I've actually, um, created the content for. It's just trying to figure out the pieces. Um, mm-hmm. I've never published a book. I don't know how it, how it happens. So I just, yeah, I, you know, it's just, um, and like I said, it seems pretty um, simple to mm-hmm. just go and publish it as an ebook, but we're not, at this point in the game, you know, if I'm really trying to raise awareness and really go at this full steam, then we're gonna do it as a book. But I'm very, very excited about it. Um, you know, the the letters are just pieces of of um, our story that I, you know, came up with one day after the next, and just thought, oh, that's a you know a piece. Um, really, that I feel these are pieces from our relationship from our um from our you know team approach Mm -hmm. that i feel is sharing our story so um you know it's definitely still in the realm of like this is what i believe is um important for our story and how we work um and it it centers on around the commands and the tests that he does um you know and i um I take that pretty, um, um, organically to Mm -hmm. figure out, you know, the values from the organization itself, like that organized Edison needs, you know, and just, I'm trying to figure out, you know, the partnership there and just kind of keep them in the loop. So it's kind of, it's a fun project and, um.
0: I love it. I think that it's, you know, it's, it, it's great. And, you know, anytime, you know, having an animal in there is fantastic. And yeah. I think that it'll help draw the kids in, you know, yeah. and, and uh, and share your story. And so what better way to to really be able to do that than kind of looking at a book. And, and so that's fantastic. Yeah. I love that, Sarah. That's- yeah,
1: I'm very excited. There's a lot of exciting things that are coming up. It's just trying to figure out how it all kind of comes together i almost need my own manager to manage
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and maybe you the book do. is a good start for that because yeah you could get a manager for the book and then i'll go oh, can you just like manage my whole life
0: manage that you, you, you just need an executive assistant for yourself that can uh that can handle all of the different aspects I love it. I love it. And so, you know, we're kind of coming up on time. I want to just, I want to just, before we go, um, you know, this has been an amazing conversation. I truly, truly appreciate it, Sarah. It's helped enlighten me into your world. And I, I, I really, I think that anyone who listens and follows uh, will be better for it. So thank you. But, yes. you know, before we go, I really would love for you to just maybe share, you know, what do you want the general public to know as far as like, you know, I'm sure there are things that people do that they shouldn't. And, you know, um, or maybe somebody has done in the past that they just shouldn't have done that, you know, maybe somebody said something that, um, you know, maybe they weren't in, in, you know, meaning for it to go a certain way, but Mm -hmm. obviously could potentially offend, you know, again, this, the purpose of this is to really help educate folks. And so is there some sort of education that we can all get with regards to things that you know, maybe we shouldn't do or things that, you know, we should.
1: Yeah. I guess um, it's, it's interesting um, in, in a lot of different things that I'm doing right now. um, You know, it's, it's not the kind of thing where I'm like policing people and saying, of course not. Yeah. Do it. And this is how you shouldn't. Um, But I think um, at the very least, don't be shy. Mm -hmm. Um, And feel free to ask questions and be curious. I think um, that is the, the part that really um, limits people and blocks them from making connections um, is they're just like, how, what do we say? You know, um, most- Well, just have-
0: like any any conversation, not to cut you off, but like when two people who don't look alike automatically sure. yeah. automatically see the differences in each other versus having conversations we find commonality yeah and so uh maybe just have more conversations and find commonality where we can enjoy conversations for you know I don't know yeah
1: that- I think it there is a there's an act there's an awkward moment so you know just to say have conversations it's harder for one person um to, ha- to just come right out You know there's this hesitancy um you know when i'm let's say getting in an uber or uh, of uh um what uh what 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 do you what do you have and they and um and it is awkward because they want to know they're curious they don't Mm -hmm. know they're curious to know but they don't know how to ask um so i think there's there has to be a way to like bridge that and i i understand um, that disability is just a hard thing to to grasp. and um, that's okay, you know, but um, you know, disability, it comes in different forms, different severities. It just so happens that I'm very vocal and I can talk. There are a lot of people who can't, so there's a difference. And I think there's the middle ground of like, can this person talk like people don't even know and they don't know how to kind of start that conversation because maybe they can't talk or maybe Mm -hmm. they don't want to talk or so there's a lot of different variables um but if you see me I will definitely talk so that's not a problem um definitely you know reach out um on Instagram I think at this point a lot of people um that will be listening to the stuff is all over, and which is incredible. Yeah. Um, so, being able to share my message just in that way for now, um, you know, I live in the New York area, so I'm all over the place in New York. So, you might end up seeing me, and if you, <laughs> you can absolutely like reach out and talk to me. But in the meantime, you know, just ask questions and don't be shy. I know it's harder than it, it, it's easier said than done. Because if you see someone, you just don't know how to respond. Um, but, you know, we all have our story. And I'm sure um, mm-hmm. people who I've seen and been hesitant to talk to, they have a story. Um, and, and I've fallen into the trap of the I don't know if I want to say hello for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, all, it's all to the person and anything is okay. If you don't want to say hello to someone, you don't have to. Um, I'm I'm pretty okay with pretty much anything, and most likely when people stare at me, I, I go up to them, I say, "Hey, how you doing?" And people uh, for a second they're like, "Oh, hi," you know, mm-hmm. uh, and we start a conversation. And then when I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. But it's a simple conversation. It doesn't have to be like. Yeah. what's your diagnosis or how you do it or what you know anything like mm-hmm. that it can just be like it could just
0: be like it's an amazing day outside today yeah. right
1: yeah. yeah so I think finding that balance of like just having a regular conversation but I think it's hard and that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to kind of just bring up all those different topics and then it like resonates with someone and then they realize okay I can ask that question it's not like personal or you know, because I've probably been asked a lot of the questions that you're probably thinking. So,
0: um,
1: you know, don't be shy.
0: This is great, Sarah. Um, I am so happy that we connected, uh, you, 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 this whole conversation has been wonderful for me. I hope it has been for you because, uh, I love your energy. I love your attitude and, uh, um. Uh, thank you for all of it. Thank you for sharing time with me today, but also thank you for just what you're doing and helping others, uh, you know, have a voice in the future and just feeling comfortable to be able to maybe share their story with you being as comfortable, you know, sharing your experience. And I mm-hmm. think that, you know, the more of that out there than, um, you know, and the more voices we have for everybody. Yeah. So that's fantastic. And that's what we need. So thank you so, so much.
1: Yeah, of course.